So let's get into it today. Topic for today is all men are dogs. Truth. I ain't gonna lie. It's truth. You know, um, but today I'm only just going to go through my opinion from my experiences. Um, it's not a, a woman bashing day as a much as much as it is um, uh, disseminating some information. So um, in that information, it's going to be some hard truths. And, you know, um, I know some of you guys are going to have your own opinions, um, your own outlooks and things like that. I welcome them. Um, if you have anything to say, you can inbox me or, or, or text me and we can have that discussion later. Uh, in future uh, podcasts, I'm going to actually open it up for like a Facebook or a Instagram live type scenario where we can get live questions and I can um, interact. Um, so we can have a discussion on it. I think discussions only lead to um, um, very good outcomes and a lot of people aren't communicating with each other. And I think that's where the disconnect comes in. So are all men dogs? I, 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 I agree, but I'm going to give you some reasons why. Okay. So in my opinion, in my opinion, I think, you know, the, the, the statement in itself, all men are dogs, um, is a toxic statement by women. You know, they, they, they do a broad statement for all men, you know, and they, they do it to gain followers to their own experiences. So it validates their own experience. Um, do I think that's right? I don't think that's right. Um, but I understand because you um, you guys need a support group. Men, not so much um, need that emotional support group. We do need some type of support group um, in other areas. But emotionally, I think um, women are far more um, needing that support um, system um, that they direly need in the emotional uh, aspect of their lives. So um, I, I think it is a toxic statement. Um, that's just my opinion. Once again, this is my show. So I'm going to say whatever I want, but it is a toxic statement. All you're doing is trying to uh, build your armor army and, um, and, you know, so you can justify being mad at the world or, taking that experience into the next uh, relationship. So um, what I really think that should happen is women should breathe life into men. Um, That really creates a positive outlook. It gives the appearance of, of, of a bond that I think everybody needs in a relationship. And I think positivity in the world today, I think is what we really, really, really are lacking. And I just think that that toxic type of all men are dogs. It's 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 a bad statement. So that's just my opinion on that. Um, all are all men dogs. I, I mean, if you want to do it a broad stripe. Yeah, majority. Yes, we are. And I'm gonna give you the reasons why today. And we're going to talk about responsibility and the why. So digging right into it. So um, in the responsibility aspect of it, um, I think that women should take responsibility for their own. Um, I, I recall going through a, a time 
in my life where I blamed everybody else except me. Um, when you blame everybody else except you, you hold yourself no fault to no faults and you can't see the wrong in whatever it is that you're doing. So when you can't see the wrong in what you're doing, you can't improve on what you do to make yourself or prepare yourself for what's coming. So what I'm saying to you is that I think women should prepare themselves to have or meet that 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 good man by owning up and taking responsibility. I think far too often um, it's human nature not to take responsibility and to do something. So um, the responsibility aspect of it. And so now I'm going to talk about the why. So the why and like it's going to be kind of like a. I guess women would look at it and view it as a a woman bashing opportunity. But I'm going to talk about the man on another podcast. So follow me here. So um, I'm going to tell you. And this is why I say responsibility, because I'm going to get into the responsibilities of a man later or how we can prepare ourselves to not set ourselves up for this. So um, the first responsibility aspect of it and why so easy and and why we do it or why men uh why men are category as dogs um it's easy because you guys make it way too easy that's as simple as it can be i mean that's the number one it's way too easy and i'll be honest with you um I'm not the biggest Steve Harvey fan. I've grown to like him. I didn't like when he came out with his book, the 90 day rule thing or whatever. Think of Uh But it's something to be said about that. Something to be said about that. So when I say it's too easy, I mean, it's too easy. We have grown accustomed to or women have grown accustomed to giving up the nappy dugout way too soon. So. Um, with that being said, is that we have to hold ourselves to a higher standard when it comes to relationships, uh, growing a relationship, um, um, dating, courting, all the above, instead of going to the bar and we have a couple of drinks and we uh, uh, we ain't had none in, 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 in about two months and and then we're vulnerable. And then a sexy, handsome, smell good type of fella who bought all your drinks for the night can take you home that night. So, um, you know, I know I'm crushing the men right now. I'm crushing them. You know, I, I'm messing up game, you know. But if you're really interested in in progressing through the all men are dogs scenario, um, it's got to be another place to meet somebody besides the bar at <laughs> 1130 and expect something to go from there because one, you're not in your right mind and two, he ain't in his right mind. I mean, you know, that, I mean, I guess I met some beautiful people in my life in the bar. Um, but I'm going to tell you what, I mean, if, if, if it's a future in it, I don't think that, um, starting there is, in my opinion, ain't the right one. I mean, especially, I mean, okay, cocktail hour, five o'clock PM, six o'clock PM, seven o'clock PM. But, you know, you're going to meet your future wife or husband at 1 AM, 2 AM. I mean, I think that's, 
that's something to be said. I mean, once again, my podcast, my opinion. So one thing is you make it far too easy. Date somebody. Uh, um, put some limitations on what he can do on, on, on the dating part of it. You know, uh, see what he does in them 90 days. You know what I mean? Like open doors or, you know, tell him he can't have none. See what his facial reaction is. You know, um, you know, if he if he's down, if he wants a future, he gonna wait. See, see if he's continue the good morning texts and uh, things like that. The fact of the matter is, and I'll get to this later. The fact of the matter is way more. Way more women than men. So the fact of the matter is he's probably dating. He's probably this. He's probably that. So um, but if he's interested in you slowly but surely, surely, if he's not attached, he will wean himself off of what he was just playing around with to something with substance. So be that substance to him. So which that leads me to my second bullet point today. So. With that being said, you guys have these rules. These rules are uh, are good rules that kind of coincide with the 90 day rule. But I mean, y'all go overboard. I mean, I want the light skin, uh, uh, six foot foe. Uh, he got to have a, a dark goatee. He must smell good. He got to. He got the he got to drive a Benz. His credit score got to be nine hundred. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I mean, it's. I mean, I ain't saying you got to lower your standards, but you got to lower your standards from what you thinking it is. Um, I have a debate. I have an argument with this uh, uh, friend of mine, uh, female, all the time. She swear she. Oh, I date everybody. I just, I just, I just, I've never seen her date anybody outside of a light skinned guy. She's a dark skinned um, uh, female, but I think she really enjoys the light skinned side. But when we get into our debates, you know, our, during our debates, she uh, constantly, oh, yeah, I, I like this, I like that. But she can't give me an example of a dark skinned guy she dated. So I'm just saying that she's real particular. And she's short, so and she's always wanting the guy that's six four, and maybe the guy that's six four don't necessarily want the the, the shorter uh, statured woman. So she's eliminating. I mean, just by that mere fact, she's eliminating sixty five percent of her guys. And I'm not going to go into just her, but I'm just saying all women. I mean, you guys have particular. So that's just one aspect of it. Just being light skinned can eliminate. Um, a man from dating this woman. So in, in turn, in turn, what we're doing is we're we're lowering our percentages of finding somebody. So and then you have these rules. So then you have the, the, the rules about, oh, I need him to have this. I need him to have that. So by the time we're all done with all our rules and 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 things like that and, and features and appearances and things like that, you're eliminating 90 percent of the men that's available to you. Um, and then you got to think about the, the, the third rule that I'm going to bring up is the numbers are not on your side. It's a fact, fact that women are trumping men when it comes to numbers, sure numbers of available women to available men, or put this way in society, 
it's way more populated with women than it is men. So think about the availability of a man. If a man is available, um, he's in between something, you know, or he's dating something or he doesn't want anything. But what I'm saying is to you now, you you know, with the, the, the rule number two, by letting them go, letting the good ones go. Um, because uh, he's a nerd. He ain't cool. He ain't got no swag. He ain't got this. He ain't got that. You know, now you're dealing with 10 percent of the population that's available to you. And then they have to pick from 90 percent of women that's out there for them. So, I mean, it's it's a tough it's tough. So, you know. I think, in my opinion, you guys have to kind of, you know, like I said, don't lower your standards, but you have to be available to date somebody that you normally don't date. And you might find a diamond in the rough. And, you know, I mean, if that is your goal to end up with somebody or be in a relationship or eventually getting married or or things like that, I think that um, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. So, um in my opinion, like I said before, it ain't all your fault. I mean, we hold great fault in a lot of things that we do. Um, I'm just trying to put some things out there. This is my first podcast, um, trying to have a little structure to it, um, a little deeper conversation um, when once I get a co-host or something like that. But just want to put some of these things out there, you know, and then you guys tell me what you think, uh, whether I did a good job or whether I didn't do a good job. Um, I have a lot more to dive into and it can go a lot longer than what I'm talking right now. But I just wanted to kind of put some bullet points out there. And then um, later on, when I get my co-hosts and, you know, and I'm going to get a, a female's perspective and a male's perspective, see if I'm, I'm on base or whatever or not. So um, so I'm going to leave you with this. I saw a meme today and it says uh, it's, a, it's a couple. Um, um, holding a billboard and basically they're saying the nine lessons we learned over 17 years of our marriage. So number one was have sex often. So this is dealing with strictly a marriage, right? So in marriage, um, it's far too often. Once again, I see women using sex as a tool and, you know, the single women, they, oh, I can't see how anybody could ever do that or this. But you do. It's stresses that involved with marriage. And, you know, and I mean, this is a whole nother topic with marriage, but the stresses that come with marriage that, you know, um, you know, you got stress of going to work and then you got to take care of the kids. You got to bathe the kids. You got to get them ready for school. And, and, and then you got to we got to pay the bills. We got to pay the mortgage. We got to pay the house note. We got to pay the cars. So all these stresses that come into marriage. Um, yeah, women get tired. Women get tired because now men, you know, typically are the one that they feel that are lacking in responsibilities. And most times we are because we've never really had that nurturing. I mean, by 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 genetics, it's a nurturing uh, a spirit um, when it comes to uh, taking care of. Uh, the children or, you know, anything. So then when, when it becomes beef in the house, you know, and, and women know this. Right. So men hold sex as a higher standard than women. Um, women um, then in turn use that as a tool. So I, I just don't think that should be used. And and I, I think that 
solves a lot of issues and it, it weakens a man's uh, resistance, if you want to say, if no matter what we're doing, if we're having an argument or a discussion or whatever it may be, and you speak your mind and communicate, um, it weakens the resistance if the man is getting what he wants out of the relationship. And I'm not saying sex is the only thing, but, you know, um, there's not so much emotion tied to men as it is to women when you're talking about sex. So emotions, women can like, I don't feel like doing it. I don't my, my mind's not there. Men can be mad as hell, <laughs> mad as fuck. And then, you know, have sex. So that's, you know, it says have sex often. Right. And it says communicate obsessively. That's very, 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 very important. Even if you don't want to say nothing. So, um, like I said before, marriage type, I went way too far into sex, but um, I just think that's the number one rule of why I think men are are, are, are leaving relationships or leaving the marriage or seeking out to be a dog. So um, it doesn't make it right. I, I, I admit and um I've done that before it's not the right thing to do um it's devastating it tears things apart um um but once again I've learned my lesson so let me just go see these lists and these, these are very good lists so I'm I'm kind of getting stuck here but it says have sex often communicate obsess- obsessively lift each other up oh my god uh, be honest especially when it's hard to that goes back to communication and <laughs> Oh, my God, you got to be honest. If that's going to be your best friend sitting next to you, you got to be able to be honest. And then you got to be able to take some some hard truths. So uh, number five was uh, be a good leader and a good follower. So that that's both. Right. So um, in relationships, it's balance. Balance is is, is key. Like essentially, if uh, I'm lacking in one thing, I need her to lead. If, if, if she's lacking in things, she needs me to lead and also have to humble ourselves both of us have to humble ourselves to be good followers and and following is the hardest thing for people to do um shoot (laughs) but i can't tell in a relationship is the hardest thing to do but i can't tell according to if facebook have a a a a dance on the ceiling challenge uh, oh how many followers we got then but in a relationship is hard so i don't get that so anyway that's number five number six is forgive mistakes fast. You cannot go to bed, sleep. That's essentially, that's what it is. You got to, as, as fast as you can, forget the bed, forget going to bed. Within the hour, you have to forget that, forgive mistakes and we have to talk it out. And then we have to, you know, get to something that's fun in the relationship or get to something that's good in a relationship. Get past it. Number seven, it says, hold each other to a high ass standard. Oh my God. That goes back to my uh, when I first let off the, the, the podcast saying about uh, the 90 day rule or it's too easy. Don't make your relationship easy. Come in and, and know, let that man know, shit, these dishes got to be washed by somebody else besides me. <laughs> Straight up. I mean, I hate washing dishes, but hey, I'm putting my hand in that dishwasher. I'm in my dish, that dishwater for my for my wife. I'm just t- I'm just saying so. Um, and that's a, a simple, that's a simple example. Number eight, it says, uh, want the other person to win. That's just like praying for somebody like 
that that's anybody in society. That is our number one problem in society. We're so jealous of each other. Let's just get past all of that, man. I mean, I want my wife to win. If she winning, I'm winning because we we a team, <laughs> we a business, and we a corporation, and and all the above. So, um, oh my goodness, that's 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 these are some jewels. These are some nuggets. I like to say nuggets. These are nuggets. And number nine, finally, it says make your marriage your highest priority. So, those are some of those. Uh, I thought as men, I just wanted to bring that up and hit on some topics or whatever before I ended the show. Um, so I just think that, um, um, all men are dogs, I think are, is such a broad, I mean, and, and then if I say women, all women this, all women that you guys get mad. So I think that, um, we need to eliminate the negative and put positive, um, into the, into the world. So I'm coming through you with this podcast, man. So I'm trying to, you know, spit game, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, talk my shit, you know, um, do whatever I need to do, you know, to, you know, bring some disconnects or some 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 provoking conversations, conversations through the world, because conversations, as long as we're having them, we get to understand what the other side is thinking. 